0: Full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dai Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry related books by Bishop Dai Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for a night in your house. May your word come forth with strength and with conviction in the name of Jesus. It meet our hearts that are soft, and that are ready for your word in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. All right. Well, we're in the month of December, believe it or not. What a shock, what a shock. The year has finished. Mm, the year is finished, cry. Yeah. No, it's not too soon. This particular year is not too soon. It's, 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 yeah. It could be a little faster, cry. we like, amen. Not that it makes any difference. It's here on Earth that we have 2020, 2021, 20, 20, but... The affairs of this world don't depend on the date. It just feels good to just say it's going, you should go. Yeah. I'm going to be talking, we have just a few weeks left to this year, and for the next two or three, please remove the feedback and check your mics, please. I discovered my mic was on, so all of you check your mics that they are off. For the next two, three weeks, we'll be discussing the art of ministry, and it's a book actually. For those of you who have it in your materials, I know it's there. You have not opened it before, because there's no exam on the art of there's no exam on the art of ministry, so you've not read it. But I wanted to share from this book, particularly because, as I went back into the Bible and read a couple of things. Uh, yeah it's a message it's a good message for this time amen one of the things as the year begins to draw to a close one of the important things is to look back on the year and it's an opportunity to change things we must change it's an opportunity to think through and say oh this is something I'll continue in the next year this is something I'll change in the next year amen and that is what makes this message so interesting and so important are you in the house and tonight we're going to be talking (laughs) i wanted to give it a different title but for I, i okay okay thank you lord we're going to be talking about the difference between secular work and ministry work but that's the title but it's more like I think that we need to rebalance a number of things because we are now in the phase of what I will call the secularization of Ghana everything is moving towards forcing us to think less and less of God and more and more of ourselves and more and more on 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 secular things and and um, you will find that um, I'll give you a few examples like many of us you know for those of you who are here on a tuesday night you are in the minority you know including those online we are greeting you <laughs> oh i thought you clapped clap for them so at least they know you are here amen you will find for instance that a tuesday service is always smaller than a, than a sunday service and the reason is the secularization of we are becoming secular they're becoming secular. Are you there? I don't know why you are trying to look sanctimonious. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. In the book of um Acts chapter 2, reading from verse um, 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. And in the breaking of bread and in prayers and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles and all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted with them to all men as every man had need and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God. And having favor with all people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved can you imagine 3,000 people adding to the church you see but they followed the teachings and you see in this scripture it shows you how they used to meet the church used to gather one of the powerful things about Christianity probably more so than many other um, other beliefs or religions is the gathering of the saints, it's something that happened and used to happen very much. Are you there? Yes. It used to happen very much. So, you will see that at the beginning of a revival, or when God has dealt with his people and they are revived and they come to him, you see a certain frequency of meeting, a certain eagerness to gather. In the book of Acts, it said it was happening. In the house and it was happening in the church i mean it was the dominant and the main thing that was happening in the house i mean among the believers now it was the same in ghana i was not born during the time of when the pentecost church and the methodist church and co arrived but i was i was here i was alive when the charismatic renewal began and it had similar features That what was the nicest part of it was that we couldn't wait to gather gathering was the peak of the week whenever it happened wherever it happened the church was not half as wealthy as it is today we didn't have comfortable meeting places but we were in a hurry to meet prayer meetings never had even a chair we would meet on an open field but we couldn't wait to get there and we would pray I mean we would pray Every Saturday there will be a retreat somewhere and there will be aqua chichi prayer. Do you know what aqua chichi prayer is? Ask your neighbor what is aqua chichi. chichi. Oh, I said ask your neighbor what is aqua chichi prayer. <laughs> it's only the girls who are here who understand. Charlie, you are praying that you are feeling hot. The brothers will remove their shirts. You see. We do it. It didn't look odd to us at all. Charlie, we are all praying. It was in the heat of the prayer. Akpachichi prayer. Nowadays, you people, you are praying some polite prayers. I don't even know what God does with them. You know, and and it was it was something. It was something. But when when the people begin to backslide, you begin to see a change. And that's where we are at now and that's why believing christians think that it's okay to just come to church once in a week yeah they believe that when you come once is enough and if you come twice Charlie okay the pastor is blessed and if you happen to come on a Friday these churches cry what are they doing what it is is that there is a fight that is going on. Are you here? Yeah. There is a fight that is going on. And this is why I have gone to find my book on the art of ministry. <laughs> so that as Second Chronicles 12.8 says, But they will become his slaves so that they may learn the difference between my service and the service of the kingdoms of the countries. Today, as we sit here, many of us do not recognize this difference. We don't know that there's a difference between serving God and serving the kingdoms of the countries. Yes, yes. Are you there? Yeah. And I want you to change your mind and change your attitude and change certain things. And there is a beautiful story in the Bible. Beautiful story. Beautiful story. Which describes this for us. It goes through quite a number of chapters in the book of Exodus. So I'm going to have to do a lot of jumping but I would just go through it tonight as far as we get and ask you to go back and read that story amen you can read it as a Bible story and that's all or you can really study it and you begin to see something the Old Testament is full of pictures of the New Testament so all those who say throw away the Old Testament you might as well throw away the New Testament because the basis of the New Testament is in the old, and there are so many examples of it. When God wanted to save His people, He said Moses in the Old Testament as a precursor to Jesus in the New Testament. Hi there. Yeah. The picture of the Passover in the Old Testament. When they slaughtered an animal and asked for the forgiveness of sin, and they ate it in a certain way, it's a precursor to the communion that we have today. It is also a precursor to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and what the blood means. So, if you say that me, I don't want this one. I want just that one. I don't know. It's like saying that I'm building my house. I don't like the foundation. The picture of the temple also gave us an idea of how the house of God was supposed to be. You had the levite serving in the house of god and you had the lord himself meeting them and you had a place for prayer which was the incense and you had please don't let's go inside there tonight we could easily get stuck and not come back out but <laughs> the point i'm trying to make is that you cannot just wake up and delete the old testament and say that it is old just because you have been throwing away your old dresses so you think that it's like a dress no as the Lord to reveal you will enjoy the Old Testament if you will allow the Holy Spirit to just shed some light amen and so tonight I want to share with you from the story of the children of Israel and how they escaped from Egypt for you to see something for you to see something are you here are you ready for us to go all right so let's begin at Exodus chapter 1 and since the story goes on for several chapters, maybe you should just prepare for an all night. I'm joking. 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 Exodus chapter 1 and verse 8. Now, there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. How many of you know the story of how the Israelites came to stay in the land of Egypt hey if your hand is down we hear What? <laughs> when you they sent you to Sunday school you were the ones who would go outside and you were chewing gum and playing chaskelly outside that's why you don't know because this is one of the commonest stories <laughs> go and open your Bible and read it I won't even mind you but Joseph was somebody who God had raised up and planted in the kingdom of Egypt And he was there and he led the people through a time of seven years of famine. Now, in that time, his own family also had to come into Egypt. That's how they reconnected with him. But it ended up that he grew and died and left them there. Is that okay? And they had become plenty because they were still multiplying. All right. Now, let's continue from verse 8. Now, there arose up, verse 8, a new king over Egypt which knew not Joseph. You see, those who knew Joseph knew that he had really saved them. But there came up one who didn't know history. Those of you who don't like history. Who are you? Verse 9. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we come on let us deal wisely with them lest they multiply and it come to pass that when they, they falleth out any war they join also unto our enemies and fight against us and so get them up out of the land one of the things you need to see is that the enemies are afraid of the believers because yeah. they had not provoked anything yeah. they had not provoked anything now as we read this um, scripture these scriptures I want you to see something Pharaoh is a type of Satan are you there Egypt is a type of the world the children of Israel are the people of God okay therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities Pithom and Ramses so the children of Israel were there and they were being tormented and they were being made to work and as they worked, they were not working for themselves they were building up cities that did not belong to them okay but the more they afflicted them the more they multiplied and grew <laughs> and they were grieved because of the children of Israel this scripture is true up until today in the countries where they have really oppressed Christianity, the Christians are a lot and increasing Yeah, and the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor so this is the background to the story that we know of the children of Israel you can easily relate it to us as unbelievers. The Bible says that <laughs> some of you are very somewhere. I'm not sure what you are thinking, but okay. <laughs> second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4. Let me just stay with scripture so that you don't disturb me. second Corinthians 4 4. Second Corinthians 4 4. Stop smiling. Look at it. It says, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The point I want us to make here is that the scripture calls Satan the God of this world. And so you will see that much as God created the world, the enemy is the one who has been in charge because man handed it over to him garden of eden time you see if she spots a lot of things so. and instead of adam to remain correct he joined her <laughs> at least she there. she was deceived adam was not deceived at all he opened his two eyes and ate anyway <laughs> are you there now jesus also makes us know that this is true go to luke chapter 4 and verse 6 during the temptation of Jesus Christ Satan said something to him the devil said unto him all this power will I give thee and the power of them for that is delivered unto me are you seeing it and to whomsoever I will I give it Jesus never contested that fact he never contested that fact if it was not true it would not have been a temptation are you with me if you are bringing me chocolate that's not chocolate you are not tempting me it's a piece of wood and I know it's a piece of wood. It's only a temptation when I say that I don't eat these things and then you bring me the chocolate. Then it is it constitutes a temptation. So it would not have been a temptation if he really and truly didn't have the power. And that is why when Jesus was buried and he rose again, he now said that look, the power has been given to me. Now you go. Are you getting it? So that's why if you don't follow it, Jesus you can't do anything. I mean. Ask your neighbor, are you flowing with Jesus? Do you belong to him or you are just one of those people? uh, You mind me, I said, ask your neighbor. Hey, if you don't know your neighbor's name, ask your neighbor's name. Yes, better, better, better. Tell your neighbor, you'll be my friend, you'll be my friend. Those of you who they are friend already, you are not the ones I'm talking to. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, the beautiful thing about Tuesday is that we are coming from the different centers and things. So, the mix is real. So, try and not sit with your friend every Tuesday. Now, i'm giving you good advice sit with somebody else sit with somebody else you don't know how nice the church is and that's because you don't know the people who are in the church those of us who know the people in the church how we enjoy the church oh we enjoy the church it has everything inside yeah amen hallelujah okay so i'm just showing you the analogy so you can understand it okay so here are the children of Israel in bondage. Pharaoh is in charge like Satan. And Egypt is like the world. And they are being forced to do things and they are trying to escape. That is like the picture of us before we were saved. Before we were saved. God created us to fellowship with us, but we were we were, I mean, under hard labor. Some of you who have cleaned up your face and you are sitting here tonight and you're looking so innocent. Are you here yeah. yeah some of you your background the inside Mwah. Mwah. Mm. the inside you in no use in no use yeah. you you see when you think about it when you apply your mind you understand that the devil is wicked explain to me how many of us like headache lift up your hand you are in love with headaches your hand is down so why will you drink until are drunk so i wake up the next morning with a headache you have to see that you are under bondage who goes to look for a headache for himself no 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 if you drink uh, you will get a headache then you go and drink and then you get a headache wait 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 still how many of us like vomiting but when you drink uh, you vomit uh, next you have a headache you should see that it's not normal it's not normal I'm trying to show you the bondage of Pharaoh so what you don't want to do that's what he makes you do and that's why you see that it will happen every Friday when I was an unbeliever I used to hate Saturday dawn because after jamming all night Saturday morning was not nice you know it was not nice and I say, what is the sense of this you go and dance, and then Saturday morning, your head like cutting wool. But Charlie, it's happening on the campus, so you go. So that your head is like cutting wool. I and mean, does not make sense as you are sitting there? Do you want your head to be like cutting wool? No. Cutting wool. Do you know cutting wool? Or you like blotting paper? Cutting wool. That's what's in your head. When they knock on your door, they're going, hmm? hmm. <laughs> you have to see that you're under bondage. Hey! And I can tell you more things. Are you with me? But I'm just showing you. So it's just like how the children of Israel were there. They don't want to carry the block and they'll beat you. Carry it. You say, I'm tired. I want to relax. they beat you. Carry it. That's why people try to commit suicide. Because they are tired. And the thing that is driving them, it has not tried to stop. Have You go and ask a drug addict whether he's happy. It's a real bondage. Ask him whether he's happy. He started happy. Thinking that it was a way out. Yeah. And suddenly he found himself actually trying to remove his. When he removes his leg, the other leg goes inside. When he removes that leg, then he falls down flat. His whole body's ow. Ow. Hey yeah, my boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Four stages. For escape from Pharaoh. I'm showing you, and as i we are talking about it, I'll be showing you the secular world and the godly world amen in exodus chapter 13 and verse 15 the bible says it came to pass that pharaoh would hardly let them go god had sent moses and said go to him and tell him let my people go just as jesus came so that the enemy will have to let us go why is the presence of Jesus in your life that frees you from the bondages and so you will discover sometimes you are blessed and all the bondages break off at once but other times maybe all don't go but you must be able to see that this year the enemy has had less hold on you than last year so when you look at yourself and how you were last year is how you is (laughs) it's time you ask yourself a question what's going on here if you cannot find a little improvement jesus came to set the captives free that was his main reason for coming his first message in the temple the spirit of the law of god is upon me because he has anointed me to what preach the gospel to the poor to deliver the brokenhearted to set the captives free you are there you are brokenhearted as an unbeliever he came to set you free what are you still doing in bondage it's a sign to you and you must ask a question ah it's a serious question i'm asking you you were stealing at the time you are still stealing the bible says let him who steals steal no more so if jesus is really your lord why are you still stealing it's a question and because he doesn't write thief on your face You think we don't know? Amen. 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 So the first point is that Pharaoh does not want to let the children go. He does not want you to leave his employment. Everybody you see in the world, you arrive in the employment of Satan. Why? Because he's the God of this earth. He's the one in charge. The bible calls him the prince of the power of the air and he is in charge no matter what you think until jesus so if you have not received jesus charlie you are under him fully hey are you there exodus 5 verse 2 pharaoh wanted to keep these people wanted them to work until they die so when he was telling Moses them, who is the lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the lord. Neither will I let Israel go. Look at the arrogance. And he has not changed. That's why we are telling you that Pharaoh is a type of Satan. He's a type. Yeah. And when you are not born again, you are working for him fully. Fully, and if you look inside your life, well, as an unbeliever, you see it. You see who has engaged you. Ah, you have three wives. One cry, go and ask the mother. It's easy. One wife, ask the mind whether it is easy. What cry will make you double it and triple it? All these your problems. (laughs) I'm asking a question. I had a friend who had three wives,
2: and he was always
1: complaining. He said that as for these three women, every day they are quarrelling. Every day is hot. He said, but when they are friends, it is worse. How? When they are friends, every day he was walking around looking for food with a friend. In a friend's house. They have decided that they are meant to the man. We will not cook. They will cook there, their children will eat. The man will come, Charlie, there's nothing. You go to wife number one, nothing, number two, nothing, number three, nothing. Then he will learn this. Hey! Hey! His situation was worse. Why do you want three? I'm asking why you want three. Listen, girls, we should just accept that we're troublesome more. That's how we are. God made us like that. We don't have any. We don't have any. Uh, what do you call it? It's, it's not our fault. That's how we are. You are very quiet. Though. You see, I can hear some of the girls saying, "Minus me." <laughs> it's because you don't know. It's because you don't know. It's because you don't know. We are very troublesome hey the church is very quiet we're not only troublesome we are very foolish (laughs) a correct guy will be standing here come on come on come on an absolute idiot will be standing here i don't even understand it if it's you know it is that's why our father's message is important because he tells us it's a case. you can't understand the one that when you know you can see it is clear this is a sober fellow then some idiots without a head hey and if we the pastors will make the mistake of telling you that look this one is correct and this one is an idiot i have stop the church i'll come to the church again hey yeah. pastor are you saying that the guys they are please we're not discussing the guys at this time we are discussing the ladies at this time go and ask any parents So okay let me continue i'm just showing you how Pharaoh wants you in bondage. That's why you saw that idiot and you still like him. That's true. It's part of it. It's part of it. You don't want peace. You don't want peace. You can't see the one who will give you peace. Then you turn. Then you go for the nonsense. Yeah. Brothers who are in the church, you will see the sister she doesn't have anything, she's not polished, but she's a good girl, she loves God, this and that, she even likes you. You will leave her, then you will go for some tour in the house. Piece of hey! of hey. Are you there? Somebody who will remove you will not be a man again by the time she's done with you by the time she's finished with you the bible says by means of a warish woman a man is brought to a piece of bread and you see a sweet sister there godly woman you don't like this one who will remove from you every why you own and more that's what you like i'm showing you pharaoh that's just the devil they mm. want to stay in his bondage. Receive a clear mind that works, works well. In the name of Jesus, receive a clear mind. Ah. Amen. Are you there? And the truth is that all these things are because Pharaoh wants you to work till you are dead. So there's nothing left of you. So he has removed your life from you. That's what he really wants. And that's what he wanted from the children of Israel. Are you there? By the grace of God, you hear the gospel. You give your life to Christ. You are now saved. You have escaped some hold that he has. However, take us to Exodus chapter 8 and verse 25. This is where the problem begins. As Moses was arguing with or debating with Pharaoh and asking him to release them to go, then Pharaoh called for Moses and for Aaron and said, Go and sacrifice to your God in the land. Moses and Aaron, Moses, they had gone to ask, Let us go at three days' distance from here to serve our God. Because when you give your life to Christ, your life must change. You cannot keep sitting in where you are and being where you are. Something must change. How you dress must change. Ah. You know, I have not ever risen up in this church to begin to talk about dressing and to, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm slowly but surely being pushed there. Ah. Please so when you come stand on the on the stage, I don't want to see your thighs. I don't need it. No, it's real. If you are leaving the world, leave it properly. It's in the world that your thighs and your breasts are for sale. Here, here, nobody is buying. We're not buying some. We're not buying. Uh, please, what do you call the slits? No, the slits, let's get. The shaba. Ah. Please, don't want to see your pants okay? Allow me to pass there to say all of these are the traits of that land of Satan's land. And Pharaoh was saying to them, Oh, you, even though you have okay, okay, you have given your life to Christ, but remain here with us, look like us, do the things that we do, don't look different. God, right here, and many of us are foolish enough to buy into Satan's lie. What you don't know is that the Bible says that the Israelites were working for Pharaoh. And they were building the cities of Pithom and Ramses they were working and they were working and they were sweating but what they were sweating they did not own it it never helped them to become better and that's exactly what has happened in the world today you follow the world system of doing things you will work and you will work and you will have nothing if you are doubting me, go and look at your parents who is on, b- on pension. What does he have? What does he have? What did he give his life for? Mm. I'm asking you a question. That job that you say you are holding and because of it, you will not serve God. Because of it, you are behaving like an unbeliever, locked up in the land of Pharaoh. And so you have held the secular work as if that is what is going to go to take you to heaven. Then you have become like an Israelite. You will wake up one day and discover you have wasted your sweat. You have wasted your energy on building Ramses, Ramses and Peter. But you, you owe nothing. You owe nothing. Hmm. That's why you need to understand the difference between secular work and God's work. Understand it clearly. Understand that secular work is one of the yokes we have on us. In fact, it is one of the curses in the book of Genesis chapter 3. That by the sweat of our brow, we will eat bread. It's a curse. So we have to work in order to eat but when you now take it and it becomes your soul it becomes your reason for living it becomes the thing that you are living for that's why when your boss calls you you are running every day but when it is time to come to church you have an excuse you have something that else to do pastor are you saying that we shouldn't work it blotting paper is in your head blotting paper we're under the same curse and believe me the Bible says that everything that you do you do it as unto God so you do it so that you are above reproach what is required of you do it but never pick it as the reason why you are never today in the secular Ghana that we are in Christians respect their secular job more than they respect God they respect their secular job and do for their secular job things that they will never do for God you will wake up one day and you will discover that you have built pit home and You have put everything. The cities are getting bigger and bigger. We are building more and more and more and more houses. But the day you die, you won't carry anything with you. When you die, one house will not follow you. When you die, nothing. That job you are dying for, you will not even have been buried when they replace you. A friend of mine called me one Saturday. She was in tears. Her boss had dropped dead. They had been in the office on Friday. On Saturday, when she got there, I mean, because they used to work on Saturday morning, they couldn't work. The man had died. And they were all confused what has happened to their boss on Monday morning when they arrived there was a new boss in the office there was a new name on the door there was a new person in the seat and the man had not even been buried yet and And many of you that's how you are come to church you give me the excuse of your job as if we have not worked before is that you don't know where to put it We don't just work we work and we work well our boss doesn't your boss respect you does your boss not respect you Uh, yeah Yeah, so don't start but let's correct things and let's put it straight I used to work for the CSI I worked for them for 10 years one day there were two organizations two of them two of their institutions in the north sit down one day and, and you see, we were sister organizations, so we lived in each other's feet. One day, there were just those organizations under CSR at the time. I don't know how many they are now, but there were just 13. So there were 13 directors. And the director general, whose office was in Accra, called a meeting of the 13 directors, one of whom was domiciled where we were in Tamale. On the Monday before the Tuesday of the meeting he said he has to get to Accra early on Monday to do some things and be at the meeting on Tuesday and his car was a little faulty and the driver said to him that oh boss we can go when we get to Accra we do the repairs Then I said oh no I think I want to fly so he went to the airport when he got to the airport he realized that you know in those days the airport I mean Tamale to Accra is far so they always had a ticket it, depending on your job you always had a ticket on you so you can climb on the plane out he got to the airport and discovered he had left his ticket in the house he bought another ticket when he bought the ticket they told him that the plane was full in those days the only flight that was going from there was Airlink, and it was a flight that was connected to the army so the soldiers used to travel for free so if a paying a soldier could only be there if there was no paying um, passenger so when he paid he was the last person to board and they offloaded a, a, a soldier and put him on board and they left an hour after they left they met a storm in accra and ellen crashed one person died it was our director this was on monday we were confused he was a young man who we quite we really liked in his 40s we were so confused and for the rest of the day we went to his wife's house we were just as i mean we didn't know what to do our research officers just there on tuesday morning the morning of the meeting remember just 13 directors and their director general were supposed to meet we were outside still nobody could work we're just walking around what are we going to do what to do so we're just there in those days there was no mobile phone the phone was a line a line phone from the reception and somewhere, around 10 o'clock that morning, one of our colleagues came out. He looked as if he had seen a ghost. And I said, "What's wrong?" Then he said, "That meeting. The meeting for which KO was going. They are holding the meeting." KO was given one minute of silence a man with wife and children who had given his life for Pithom and Ramses they gave him one minute of silence for me, that was the day I said I'm walking, I'm out of here I'm going to say my God, I'm gone I'm gone Yeah. you think you're important in your work they call you every day you are going you even drop your work that you have to do in the house of God and go because they are calling you if a director of an, an entire institution Give me one minute of silence. what would they give you? No, no, me. That's the question I asked myself, and I realized that I would be counting seconds, and I decided, I know. At that time, I was on the borderline of full time. Um, what do you call it? That discussion was going on in my head. Yeah. From that, I became full time at that moment. Some of you think that full time is that the church pays you. Excuse me, we are not discussing your payroll we're talking about your heart. If it is payroll, then the watchman should be a full-timer. When a church has a watchman, is he a full-timer? He's not a full-timer. It's a job. So, it's not about who is paying you. It's about who you are serving. Who you are serving. Who you are serving. From that day, I was already a pastor. I was already working in the house of God. But from that day, I said, my heart, it will only belong to one person. And his name is God. I will never serve anybody more than I will serve God. I will never take somebody and put their thing there. I'm speaking to some of you. Because some of you are already in that mess. You are serving God in the land of Pharaoh. Yeah. You are serving God in the land of Pharaoh. Hear me and hear me well. You are building pitom and ramses. You will wake up one day with nothing. Hey, pastor, you can say, your head, blotting paper, blotting paper, cutting, wool. In fact, toilet roll. <laughs> yeah. Point number two, Pharaoh will all will allow you to serve God, but wants you to remain with him and there are many of us here tonight you are there, you say that I'm a Christian I know Jesus Christ, I've given my life to Christ, but you have the devil as your constant companion every day when it's time to pray he talks and you don't pray when it's time for quiet time, he talks and you don't quiet time, when it's time for outreach, he talks and you don't outreach, when it is time to do things, he talks and you don't do you, are, you say that you are born again, but your heart is somewhere else. And that's why you find yourself complaining. Ah, the meetings are too long. The meetings are too many. Ah, what is this? They are disturbing us to go to church again. Have you ever heard a man who is in love complaining that he's going to a girl's place too much? Ah. Hey! And people will have to even tell them marry in a hurry because the way it is you know yeah I'm asking you it is a sign that you have left your heart with Pharaoh and I came to inform you that you are building Pharaoh's treasure cities of Pitum and Ramses they were building the, the, the look hard labor hard labor hmm. rigor I don't know, me in my books, a bank is the West. I'm sorry. A bank is mm, is the West. What kind of place? You gave me a target. I should bring this amount of people with this amount of money. When I need the target, what do you say? What thank you? There's no thank you. Oh, we asked you to bring forty. You have brought forty five. Okay, next month bring eighty. Yes! yes pharaoh pharaoh then they'll bring 80. after i brought 80 bring us 100. never never do they stop and say it's enough please there's a bank here have they ever said it's okay hmm.
0: at the end of the year um, hmm. you have a target you are supposed to meet mm. and actually there's so much pressure on you to achieve the target and if you achieve it too when you go for you they do it times two. So yes. Did you
1: hear? So the target is 30. So when you go yes.
0: times so, 2, 60. Yes, yes, mommy. And they don't care how So you when do, you meet the 60 do.
1: again, so times 2, is, 120. Yes,
0: times 2.
1: Do you understand I say I'm working for Pitom and Ramses? Do you understand I said with rigor, rigor, hard labor, rigor? Hard labor. Hmm you're saying that we shouldn't work you see the question keeps coming up so I don't know which dunderhead is asking so let me answer what I'm saying after all she works in a bank but never give the bank your heart never 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 put the bank when God is calling you you say bank no no when it comes to a clash, you must know who to choose oh yeah I also had a work, a job. I mean, a secular job. I still work, but this is not secular. And it was rigor I had small children, and I would travel every Tuesday to Friday. Every Tuesday to Friday. Every Tuesday to Friday. Every. T- but my heart was not there. I didn't give them my. Heart. I enjoyed my job. I didn't give them my heart. And they would come and say, "Oh, next week's work, dear. We have to leave on Sunday." I was not the boss i said i'm not leaving on sunday i don't travel on sunday i'm in church on sunday yes but if we don't go we'll be late on monday so be it i'll see you later you can take the lead after a while they began to wait for me and we will leave dawn monday yes because i was good at my job so if i get there you know that it will make a difference you are the one who's doing your job like like a this like a that yeah but my heart never never if my bishop is coming and my boss is coming, I'm going to my bishop. There's no two. Oh, please. I'll not even think about it. I will even pray that the boss will not be able to come. And he won't come. You are going, John, 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 your boss is coming. He said, you, you go, keep going. That's Pharaoh. He will be beating you daily. Yes. You must understand it and understand it well. It will help you and guide you. Pharaoh said to them, Oh, you can, you, you, can, you can serve your God by sacrifice to him here. How can you sacrifice in the midst of your enemies? Moses and Aaron turned ah, we should sacrifice here. Your own people will beat us. We can't. We can't. I'm reading. Pharaoh would prescribe when you can go to church and when you cannot. Once you are in his land, you belong to him and he decides everything you do. He decides when you wake up and when you go to bed he decides what you do every day of the week and leaves you only sunday to relax but sometimes even that one he will take it from you <laughs> that's hard labor. why should pharaoh tell you to serve god only on sunday afternoon why can't you serve god on monday as well that's why you wake up and you do your quiet time yeah pharaoh is calling, but i'm doing my quiet time I'm doing my visitation. You have sent me. I should go here. I will go. But as I'm going, I will add one visitation. As I'm coming, I will add another visitation. But you, you just go, John, 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 John. You carry all your money, all your everything. You go. Hey! I'm talking to somebody. I oh. said, I'm talking to somebody. You better put your secular work where it belongs remind yourself it's a case if you know it's a case believe you be sending it with your heart no. ah. mm. hmm. number three hmm. exodus chapter 8 and verse 28. exodus eight twenty-eight. pharaoh said i will let you go That you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far away. This is the point at which most Christians agree with Pharaoh. (laughs) I will save God but not too far. That's why they ask you, why do you have to go to church every day? Why are you always reading your Bible? Why are you always going to church? Why are you always going to visit someone? Why, 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 why? Because Pharaoh is saying, Okay, 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 I didn't want you to receive Jesus, you have done it. I wanted you to do your sacrifice in the land, you say, you won't do Okay, go, but don't go too far. Follow Jesus, but not too much. Go deep, but not too deep. Do some, but leave some. You are leaving some for who? you are leaving some for who? for who? he people this is your church, it's too extreme it's too extreme this lighthouse Ah, the way they do their things, lighthouse too extreme can you not see how extreme Satan is? can you not see it? don't you know the only way to fight extreme is with extreme you send your 12 year old child to the boarding school he comes out a homosexual you can't see extreme your 25 year old wants to kill himself you can't see that he's extreme the guy and he's convinced 19 year old he's sleeping with a six month old baby I mean how crazy can we get Recently they were telling me about some film some guys who woke up and was it their parents they killed or said who? And they made a film. I said, as they make the film and they said, is the spirit that's going out like that? They'll get more. Yeah! Yeah! What is not extreme? Can you not see? Are your eyes shut? Are you dead? Can't you see how wild Satan has become? Do you know how many people die per day? The only way to fight an extreme thing is with something extreme. You can't just lie down. If you joke ha, huh, they will eat you for soup young lady all your friends are unbelievers soon they will cook you you will be the meal you are there you have not told them about christ nothing you no know. you go walking in and out eating and out eating. you don't know that you are an antelope walking in front of lions keep going keep going the bible says that the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he's destroying, my God. He's destroying so much. And when the church now comes as an extreme answer to an extreme condition, you tell us that what? Too much. Recently, some parents were saying something, something, something about something, something about how the church engaged the children. I, yeah. I, I said, hold on. I said, you are a parent, but you don't know what the children are up to. I began to tell her the number of people I have pulled out from under some man. Your daughter, she left the house with her head intact. When she got to school, they made a mattress out of her. And you are standing here telling me that it's too much. You don't know what a, parent, what a child is. You don't know. You don't know what they are facing these days. Ask you are there. I'm talking to some parents who's listening. Ask you are there. You, you use your phone for calls. Ask your child what they use the phone for. Ask them. Ask them. I said ask your child. It is when you ask your child. You go and take your child's phone. You will see what is on it. Oh yeah. One of my nieces. She was only nine years old when an 18 year old picked her up on facebook and began chatting 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 nine years what do you know chatting she was saved by her father the man yes chatting 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 then the guy told her where she should meet him nine years she didn't know she was talking to an 18 year old man She was just blessed that her father got the phone. So, for many years, children, they have phones. See the one who came with binoculars just to look at the the blessing of the girl. Did you look at it? Did you see it? (laughs) Are you here? According to the law, every man is innocent. When a man, you mean woman, man. until proven guilty. Today's world... One is guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, oh, yes, oh, yes. So, when I see you at a certain hour with the girl, my, my I have concluded, and I will keep my conclusion until I can prove that it's not so. Yeah, yeah. am I wrong? Ah, we are not serious at all. In the past two weeks, I've met two girls who sleep with guys for fun. Fun. It used to be that the men were predators. These days, the women have added. Two weeks, though. Not two months. The last two weeks. I'll take the microphone, see. Hmm. Mommy, I, I, I met a girl. I was chatting with her. She said that she, not, she feels that she's addicted to sex. Oh. And and she, she was saying that her boyfriend doesn't sleep with her. She sleeps with her boyfriend. I don't know where you met this girl. but You better watch out for yourself. Okay? No, I'm serious. Yeah. You're going looking for a sheep. Go with somebody. It used to be that we used to tell the girls that they should go with somebody. Now, if you are a guy, add somebody to go with you. After that, you know, then she'll go and shout, rape, and the world will believe her. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm very serious about what I'm saying, though. Know. I'm very, very serious about what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm very I feel everybody you are guilty to proving innocent. And I look at all these nice young girls with their nice curls hair. I'm watching all of you. I'm watching all of you. No, you see, sometimes I'm watching. I don't say anything. How many of you have called you before you have been shocked at what I've told you about yourself? How many of you? You thought I didn't know? Mm-hmm. Mm. No, no. I would have watched it for a long time. I won't say anything. I won't say anything. I notice. I notice. Yeah. I notice hmm? not by listening to somebody i have prayed a prayer and i said lord what i need to know let me know so i can be there then i suddenly get a knowledge that this say really then when i open my eyes i see that aha uh-huh, do you get me so i'll get a warning that mm. then i yes then i now see yeah hey Tell your neighbor, I've become extreme. Extreme. Yeah, extreme. I'm going to pray. Uh, The devil will scatter from my house. I will sing. Uh, No demon can feel comfortable here. Ah. This morning, when Bishop was preaching, and he was saying that uh, when he was talking to us in the floor, and he said, Oh, leave the upstairs. And go downstairs i was lying in my house i said oh the devil cannot be here upstairs we are two downstairs one two three four five six all of different levels of spirituality you cannot be in the house you you can't be there you cannot be there you cannot be there we are praying you'll be sleeping in your house hey are you there so when satan is saying that (laughs) pharaoh says that oh but don't go too far we are going far please so if you don't want to go far find another church because here they are going far i don't plan to leave even a one day old baby for satan even one day old i don't mind. one day old baby i don't plan to leave him no no the dogs cry I'm going somewhere and eh, but who said that there are animals in heaven? Please, where do you think the horses that came for Elijah? Where do you think they came from? Where do you think they came from? Where do you think they came from? Where do they are uh, from the earth? Where do you think they came from? Ah! There are some animals there. I don't know, but I'm carrying mine. Hey! Hey! <laughs> some of you students, you have unbeliever roommates and you allow your unbeliever roommate to feel comfortable and you are uncomfortable. Are you out of your mind? Why? Hey, they'll get bored. You go crazy. Yeah. You sit down there, they're able to put on their music and make you uncomfortable, and you are sitting in it. They put this on, you put yours on. Oh, yeah. The guy has brought his girl there. No problem. Come Hey, please, sir. Oh they ask you a question, you say, you are doing what you want. I'm doing what I want. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Oh, yeah. How can you be comfortable? You cannot be comfortable. <laughs> Number four. Mercy. <laughs> So, number one was what? Pharaoh does not want you to leave his employment. Number two, Pharaoh will allow you to serve God, but he wants you to remain with him that's in the same land. Number three, Pharaoh does not want you to go too far. Number four, Pharaoh does not want you to risk your finances in the ministry. Exodus chapter 10 and verse 24. Exodus 10, 24. Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, go ye said the lord only let your flocks and your heads be stayed let your little ones also go with you the your money your wealth leave it behind some of you you come to church any day in a time you go you come you go you come but when they say offering every month you put down four cities they come one city one city one city I'm sorry. You put down four cities for Tuesday, eh, all the Tuesdays. Four cities for Thursday, and four cities for Sunday. Eh, Saying twelve cities, so that every meeting one city, one city. for It's you they are talking to. It's you they are talking to. You have gone to serve God, all right? You are serving him, all right? But you have left your money with Satan. No wonder you are broke every day no wonder poverty is wearing you not that you are wearing poverty poverty has worn you like a cloak no wonder because when you came you came to God that you left your money for him do you think he'll multiply it to give it to you do you think he'll give you more do you think that he'll he'll let something good come no way you left your money you better organize yourself and organize your financial system after God not after the world after God not after the world yeah, after God, not after the world. In God's system, neither a borer nor a lender be. You don't go and take loan. Don't do it. Don't do it. In God's system, Mark eleven twenty four. 24, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you shall receive them and you shall have them. In God's kingdom, bring you into the store, into my house, all the time. And test me and see if i will not open up the windows of heaven and pour down a flowing blessing over you. that's god's standard do his standard do his what? Standard. do his standard. standard you see you have just come over. if you want to follow somebody the bible says that follow the one who went to war and returned and remove his armor you see if he doesn't remove his armor maybe there's a knife cut under he's dying so he has to remove his IMC. He has gone and come. That's the one you should follow. So, you, you have just come. You are 20 something years old. Most of you, there are some, even you are like my granddaughter child, child. So, this time, you allow me to speak like a fool. I'm talking as one who has gone and come. And I've removed my ammo. Yeah. If you go to my house, there are three major cars there. Three. When I say major, not Matisse and Picanto. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah there are two four wheel drives and one proper saloon car not the one you are proper okay it's not the type that scrapes its bottom on the ground hold on none of them do we take personal money to buy none 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 oh you don't understand what i'm saying none so if you open the gates by the wealth standards is the house of a rich man. Yeah. But we didn't buy any. We didn't buy. Mm-hmm. So you who say now become a pastor, become a pastor. I'll be dying for it. Good luck to you. <laughs> I'm sure I'm just showing sure it is a fruit of God's financial system. He said, open and see. They've opened the windows of heaven. He said, I'll pour out a blessing that you won't have room. You don't have enough space to receive it. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, the church has become very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Hey, the church has become quiet again. It's good.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Hey. So, if you like, continue borrowing money. Mm fine protocol will not allow me to talk about houses but I can show you that it's more than one there's no debt we didn't borrow and we didn't steal it is God's blessing nothing nothing at all are you understanding what I'm saying to you and I'm only sharing these things because I can see that many of you don't believe My children did not go to Secondary School. Uh Hmm. They went to proper schools. I can remember when we put the first one into a school that does O-level and A-level. It means it's not the kind of fees you are paying. And Bishop asked us a question. He said, can you pay? And we said, we believe God. And we believed God. By that time, the older one, he had already gone to university. And the second one for four years in a school like that. When he was there for two, no, no, no. When he was there second year, we added his brother. Never once were they sent home that they've not paid fees. Two pastors by this time were pastors. Uh, you see, because you are pastors, the offland from their church. Hey, please oh all that, please everybody should sit down. treasures in the in the house. Stand up, those of you who have treasures. Thank you. Have you seen me come near your money? Do, am I the one who comes the offer? Does it come to my bank account? Not at all. Have I ever told you to bring me money Please from there?
0: Please no. <laughs> <laughs> now allow me to
1: say. Because I've seen that nonsense is in your head. But I am showing you clear fruit of following God's principle over the years. Clear fruit. Clear fruit. your choice. Say Pharaoh if you like. This wealth system, Pharaoh set it up. Today, that is why the white man is now seeing it. They never believed that system in in US, UK to fall down. Is that what has fallen down today? In the middle of this COVID, people are sitting in houses. Today, I saw a very sad story in um, either BBC or CNN. Family with two children, one of whom has a serious medical condition. Yeah, they are throwing them out of the house. They're throwing them out of the house. They can't pay. You say you own the house. If you own the house, who can throw you out? It's a mortgage. The bank owns it. So since she couldn't pay, out. That is the fabulous system. And you want to join? Hey, hmm. eh, Pastor. So, what do you used to do? What did I used to do? My children will go to school every year. Isn't it? From me. Every convention, I'm planting school, uh, school fees seed. Yeah, every convention. Some convention, by all means, do. Yes. sometimes earlier in the year, depending on how wild the bill is, yeah. I said, Father, this seed is called Scoofies. Scufi's. And I put it down. Scoofies. I put it down. Scoofies. I put it down. By the time I need it, it has come. Yeah, it has come. You are there, you are boring. Where will you end? Eh? You take one loan, then you go and take another loan to service that loan. you take a. Te- hey, How do you sleep? How do you sleep? Hmm. Are you here? I pray that today's word will not fall on deaf ears. Oh, hmm. are you there? Hmm? Pharaoh will hardly let you go. He doesn't want you to go. He wants you to continue building Pitome and Ramses. And I'm saying to you that resign from building Pitome and Ramses. and Ramses. You have a secular job just to eat. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So just do something. Don't give it to your heart. And when there's a conflict between it and the things of God, choose God always. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. How can you take a job without considering the consequences of it for your ministry? How? How? Then you are wondering why you are sweating. Sweat more. You deserve to sweat. No, because all labor is with sweat. As for sweating, there you sweat. But whether a sweat and yansa woman, that's what we are fighting for because the Bible it, the case is there. by the sweat of your brow you eat bread yeah the smartest among you if you are here God has called you to full-time ministry just get out and do it now just get out that's the best they just left they just left as I'm standing here Pharaoh cannot call me it Pharaoh has no power. He, he can't call me can't decide my anything nothing so it's up to you. But if you say you have not been called full time, no problem. Long before I answered, I answered the full time call. My heart was full time. And there are people who used to ask me. I mean, when I became full, they said "Ah, you are now coming full time." They thought I was full time already. I met one like that this past weekend. Yes, everywhere our convener, our chairman goes. Pastor season is in with him. Pastor I can say to me that he's believing God to become full time. I said, "Huh? How do you a full time?" He said, "No." <laughs> Have you seen that you're shocked? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that you're shocked? I was so shocked. I said, "Huh? You are not full time." He said, "No." He said, "No." I'm just showing you the difference. I'm just showing you the difference. So he has a job, whatever job he does, but Charlie hey my heart when your heart is God you will maneuver you after all after all people are maneuvering going to funerals. oh maneuvering going to all kinds of things we to maneuver to go and work for God I remember calling one of my friends every August he had some grandmother who (laughs) died please don't lie God can give you reasons so one day I called him. I said look one day your boss will wake up and realize that this grandmother has been dying every August (laughs) Better change your story yeah in those days we used to have a camp a shepherd's camp in August you know and one was now learning how to maneuver and I went to lie that my mother was not well and I went to them when I came back they asked me how my mother was and I'd forgotten that I told them that my mother is not well it's the last time I said I'll never lie I'll find a way <laughs> because the meeting was not even in Accra. from that day it was the last time I said I will never lie I will never lie if the camp is coming I will ask God give me wisdom and God always gave me wisdom yes one year he gave me the wisdom to go and say that my family head has called a meeting Is Bishop not my family head and I want to go to the meeting that's it and I went yeah I don't know which family me this is my family and the family head is my bishop he has called a meeting Yeah, are you in the house? yeah I pray that we are beginning to see where our secular work must be and where our work for the Lord must be your ministry work is different from your secular work and when you begin to put them both in the right place that's when you begin to enjoy a certain kind of blessing from God many of the blessings financial and otherwise came before we were even full-time yeah we were just people doing secular work but our heart was full-time working oh yes if our bishop called we are going and we'll find a way to go some of you they even call camp you don't even bother not that you went to ask and they said no you didn't even bother just sat under the system from today know that it is pharaoh who has called and you have answered God was calling Pharaoh was answering you say yes please I comeeth." yeah it's time to change stand to your feet feet. begin to pray for yourself some of you need to pray that your balance will return that you balance things properly begin to begin to pray for yourself lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray
2: Lift up your voice and wow. pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lika Sandaraba, Reba ba sandala ba 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 ba, re andele be, re ba 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 ba, re re andele be, re dola ba ba, re maran dola ba, re andala ba ba, le kasan dala ba ba, re andala ba ba, re andele be, re ba 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 ba, re andala ba 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 Lima mandelebe, li andelebe, li masondelebo, li khaya ndala bababa, bababa, li masondelebe, li andelebo, li ndelebe, li ndala bababa, bababa 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 bababa
1: Oh, call out unto the Lord ask Him to help you to have a correct balance to balance your life. we are the someone should pick the right key for us Things and to do what we must do. May we escape from Pharaoh totally. I pray, oh God, that your presence will be upon us and come upon us and give us wisdom. Help us to fight extreme with extreme in the name of Jesus. That we may please you always. I pray for anyone here who is still entangled, oh God, that the entanglement will be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Satan, I rebuke you. I rebuke you we take our leave of you and of your system in the name of Jesus I pray for those who are in debt to God that you get them out never to return in the name of Jesus oh we bless you Lord and we give you praise we thank you I pray for those watching Lord and I pray for those present And Lord, you speak to each of us in the name of Jesus. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, if you are here tonight and you feel that your balance in these two things has not been right. And maybe you have esteemed the secular things above the things of God. Not intentionally, but that's what you've done. And you're saying, Lord, I want to just get out of it. I want to have a right balance place your hand on your heart and let us pray tonight father i pray that you will see our hands upon our hearts Oh god help us grant us what we need to correct it satan be gone we will not serve you any longer we serve god grant us wisdom i pray for each one lord for wisdom grant us wisdom grant us wisdom to fulfill our call Help us to balance things in the way that only you can show us by your wisdom. And may we be blessed for having done so. This I ask in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together. In fact, hold on. Keep standing for a moment. Bow down every head. I believe that there are some people here. You need to renew your commitment to the Lord. Some who are not even born again just bow your heads down as every head is bowed every eye is closed I want everyone to pray this prayer with me and those of you watching I want you to also repeat this prayer you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today I resign from Pharaoh I resign from the land of Egypt, and I join you, Lord, in your place. In Jesus' name,
0: amen and amen. Me.
2: I wanna praise
0: you. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter, at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-I-S-E. God richly bless you.
2: E Amém. so